Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Welcome to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C. And, uh, you know, before we go too far, you know, every now and then, you know, I, I, I like to start out the show with something really, really special, really important, kids. So, so gather in, listen to Uncle Mike for just one second as we start this episode. Back in 1987, as a young lifeguard, a simple act of kindness that he committed at the local YMCA single-handedly inspired the series Baywatch. Say hello to my hero, and he should be yours too. He's my co-host, Rich. And I fill out that bathing suit a lot better than Pam Anderson. Oh my God, yes. I just want to point that out. Yes. It is glorious. I I, I jiggle in all the right spots. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but I jiggle <laughs> A slow motion right run spots. is what's needed. Yes, pretty yeah. much. If we ever that, make it on YouTube, uh, with like a video uh, show, the, the fact, that'll be our opening. The fact that this is Horror Zone 607, the true horror would be see me into the in that uh, <laughs> in that get up. Uh, I, I want to take a brief moment here in the minute in the beginning, Mike. Speaking of special moments, I want to thank any, every and anybody who came out to Robercon this past weekend here in Binghamton, New York, uh, and saw us our, our panel this weekend. It was very good. If you want to listen to that live panel, we put it up on the Three Fat Nerds uh, podcast. So just look for Three Fat Nerds anywhere podcasts be found, and just look for live at Robercon. Uh, it was a fun time. Mike C, man, jumping in. Yeah, here, thanks for having nerd, me on man. there. It was fun. Mike C was talking some nerd. We, we got I was. A, we got his takes. Not only we did some horror on there as well. It was mostly talking but, horror, but, but a little bit of Star was, Wars. There was some stuff. There's some Star Wars in there. There was some uh, other other nerd stuff in there. It was good stuff, man. Absolutely. It was a, good, it was a nice fun show. Uh, we had a lot of fun, and I also told a story about me pooping in my pants. Yes, I'm not going to tell it on here. If you want to hear, it, you got to listen to that live. <laughs> Let's drive those numbers over there. But there was a real story because Roberson holds a special place in my heart. That's all you have to know. Go ahead and check it out. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we had a fun time doing the workshop, too. Yeah, the next day we did the workshop. Uh, we got to talk to some people who were very interested in starting podcasting or had already yeah. started the podcast and were looking forward to stuff. And uh, so myself, Mike C., and Ken M. from the ODPH, big shout out to him. Uh, just hashtag 607 podcast killed it all weekend. It was a good panel. It was a good time. And uh, we're hoping uh, we'll be talking about it in the third act, if you will, here on Horizon 607. But we're hoping you will to see, we'll see you guys this weekend if you're in the Oneonta, New York area, or you can get to Oneonta, New York for side fi horror fest on the fourth and fifth and we'll be talking about it in uh, the final segment talking horror this week so uh with that being said mike uh dive into them news man well we had uh you know something i think we all hoped for and uh, kind of expected to happen uh it's not been 100 percent confirmed although the sources uh, from bloody disgusting's articles said that they were all reliable sources and they all said it was happening and that would be we all know that uh, Candyman, the new Candyman film uh wrapped and uh the big and news was, was Tony by Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele produced it, and uh, Tony Todd is going to be back, and he will be playing Candyman. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Uh, we talked about this briefly during that live Robocon panel. I'm just going to say what I said there. I uh, I'm a I'm I'm a fan of it. I love Tony Todd. 
Uh, don't take this the wrong way, but I hope if he is the star, I hope if he is a candy man, they do something to uh, pass that torch, if you will. I hope that at the end, he kind of passes the curse to somebody else. As you know, Tony Todd is not a spring chicken anymore. It's just the facts of reality. Neither are we. So, I mean, right. it is what it is. You know, but, my uh, point I, with I would it, like to see this franchise go on longer than, you know, just a movie. Right. And my point when you uh, when you said that, for the people that didn't listen to the other show, um, my, my rebuttal to that was, you know, at the end of the first movie, spoiler alert, Virginia Madsen, who's the main star of the movie and is kind of the you know, fighting him in the movie, so to speak. Um, she gets killed, and uh, her husband, uh, who was cheating on her in the movie, looks in the mirror and says her name. Uh, was it five times? And uh, all of a sudden, she appears with a hook on her hand and murders him. So that's how the movie ends. Uh, you know, obviously, there, if that's the case, and it wasn't just like a dream segment or something like that, the curse can be passed on. So, right. Well, here's my problem. Uh, I thought that they should have done more with that. And I mean, mind you, I love Tony Todd, and I love the fact that they did a, do a sequel with him. Uh, I was confused about that sequel more than anything because you had that great ending to the first movie, mm-hmm. where you could have built on it on that exact thing, and also you had uh, the sequel doesn't take place in Chicago, it takes place in New Orleans somehow, right. somehow, some way. He has ties to New Orleans when you know originally it was Chicago. I there's there's just a little, and mind you, I didn't hate the sequel. The sequel is definitely watchable. It has its moments of enjoyability. The second one. Yeah, the sequel to Candyman, the second one. The third one, not so much. Well, we're not talking about the third one. <laughs> we for, Rich has forgotten the third one exists. It's like Rocky Five. It doesn't exist. Mm, well, see, uh, you're going to learn this, fans. Sometimes I just block out the bad completely. So, yes, there is no third Candyman. Don't even speak of it, because if you don't speak of it, it doesn't exist. Exactly. And uh, so the, the only sequel, which would be Farewell to the Flesh, Candyman 2, <laughs> uh, there, I, it was, that movie wasn't as good as the first movie, but it was enjoyable. There was parts in it that I very much enjoyed. I just didn't like how they switched up the story for no yeah, reason. No reason at all, just to try to carry it on. Kind of had like a Nightmare on Elm Street 2, two feeling, yeah, feeling to it, although it was, completely different. It just kind of... Pump the brakes and it went wasn't a as bad as Nightmare Two. No, because Nightmare Two was just horrible. Yeah, but it does. You're right. It, there's too much going on that there's no rhyme or reason to, and then they're creating a whole new backstory when we've already established a story in the in the previous one. Right. That, so you don't. You know, it's kind of like I think it was a waste. Yeah. And, uh, I would have liked to see where they could have gone with the uh, Virginia Madsen's character. Being, oh yeah being the candy man or candy woman or whatever you want to say at that point right. juncture or if you know maybe even have both of them right you know do have them both doing it maybe a little uh, hack and slash team or something that would have been cool to carry on the end of that movie right i don't i just don't get how you end up in new orleans yeah. and the lore well, then goes to new orleans the good news about this one is anybody that's kind of been following the news about it is uh and, you know again we mentioned this when we talked about it at uh, robercon uh what i like about this is they're actually filming this in the exact same spot that the original was filmed uh the projects that were called cabrini green are no longer there they've all been torn down um and there's a different style of uh neighborhood there now but uh, they're filming it there i think that's really cool mm-hmm. I-, I love it when a movie goes back to its original location a la halloween one and two you know i i love when they they film it in the same spot and a lot of sequels don't do that oh absolutely not it's, so it's it's, it's gonna it's go, usually comes down to like filming and tax breaks and all that happy jazz. right exactly so it, it is nice to see that that's where it's going to be filmed i'm i'm very anxious to see this movie you know jordan peele's behind it um i have nothing but faith in him at this point oh yeah. his movies have been enjoyable so so i think it's going to be great he has yet to let us down yet so. right and speaking of jordan peele uh, I was going to mention this a little bit later, but... Uh, it's a good segue. You can't no, miss the segue. Yeah, exactly. And there's no time better than the present to uh, to give the news. So uh, it was announced that Jordan Peele has uh, signed on with Universal 
his uh, next two movies he will be writing and directing will be for Universal as part of a five-movie deal. Five-year deal. Five-year deal, it's excuse not a five-movie deal. Five yes, that, deal. that surprised me too, by the way. Yeah. The fact that it's a five-year deal and not a five-movie deal is, is a kind of a strange one. Right. But now what I'm thinking it is, and this is just me, uh, why, why I think it's five years and not five movies, is because it, it's probably as many projects as he can do in five years. Right. Uh, we have... We've been talking that, you know, everybody's going to streaming. Of course, Universal has deals in the streaming world. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Mr. Peel doing some kind of show or uh, something else for them as well. Yeah. I was kind so of that's why I think that that's thing. why it's a five-year deal, because then they, they can encompass whatever he wants to do outside of the movies. Right. But the fact that he is at least doing two more movies on top of whatever else he will be doing for Universal uh, is, is, is awesome. And I can't wait to see those, because once again, he hasn't let me down yet. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, apologize i did say movie i didn't mean that no no here, once again you yeah. don't you don't have to apologize because i had to double take right because usually it is a five movie deal usually when you talk in hollywood terms they talk in movie deals but i think nowadays what's happening and we saw this with jj abrams recently as well is that they're signing creators on to these year deals where they can do other creations right because like jj abrams deal is now carrying him into doing like writing comic books and writing like like uh doing tv shows and movies like so he's got a deal now that's allowing him to do all these crazy things and they're all entitled under the deal so there's not an exact amount of stuff it's just like hey you have five years and you're gonna put all content just for us right and it's just you know since there's so many avenues of content between streaming and writing and 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 movies and so many different things going on so many moving parts i mean i think that streaming is getting watered down i've said that time and time again yeah i mean uh there's there's some great streaming out there for different genres but at the same point in juncture you know you're not going to get bigger than netflix and of course the disney owned uh disney right. plus this coming out here in november of course disney also is running hulu which is getting a lot of the 20th century fox stuff so i mean there's a lot of cool you know there's there's some big heavy hitters out there and of course in horror we have shutter and i'm, I'm very happy with shutter oh uh, shutter's they've, great they've we're gonna be talking some, about that soon actually yeah i know but we're you know they're, they're very they're doing very good on that front and then there's other ones depending upon what your uh, nerdum is if you will right. as we like to say over on three fat nerds uh you have different ones that are like addressing that i.e like crunchy roll for the anime fans and right and, you know um there's just so many of them and then now you're also seeing like hbo now or right hbo max sorry it's not hbo now anymore it's hbo max and then there's also going to become the peacock streaming starting in april yes that's nbc's nbc universal so i'm assuming jordan peele will have something to do with that all right all right moving on uh it is time for our weekly so we got to get we got to get like a da, 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 like that's sort of a thing for for this next uh segment here because it seems like it's a weekly thing we got to get something special uh it is time for our weekly Halloween Kills casting news. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Eventually we will, because I think I'm going to add some more production. But right now, <laughs> I am super tired in con season. So <laughs> fans, bear with us, because after the month of October, there's probably going to be a lot of new ideas and new things we're going to be doing on the podcast. Nothing's going to change. Don't worry. Right. Maybe get we're like a kazoo still or you, something. We're going to still like, bring you the same great show, yeah. but I might add, I might drop some more stuff into production. Unfortunately, we are buried in cons. We got two, we won down two more to go. Right. So, uh, and we're excited about them. Don't get me wrong. But at the same point in juncture, we got a lot going on. But we got a lot going yes, on. Yes, Halloween kills. Every every week we have a new casting. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of it's uh, characters. It's, uh, everything lately has been characters from the original movie. And uh, this week is no different as Nancy Stevens will be reprising her role of Nurse Marion. But, but wait a minute. Didn't, didn't she die in She H2O? sure did. And she also had a last name in that movie. It was Whittington. Yes. yes I don't yes. know if she's still Marion Whittington or if she's just going to be Nurse Marion again. Um, it, it might be like uh, like Charlotte and Charlotte Flair. I think uh, she maybe have, has lost the last name, but she gained a life. Well, H, I was going to say H2O is no longer in this universe. Right. So she's 
she didn't. She, she didn't got a free really guy, I think, is what it is. But uh, she that, gained a life. But uh, that was that was one of the better parts of that movie. Yeah, because that's when uh, what's his name there got it too from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's right. One of his first uh, movie roles. So, yeah, he gets it. You know, and I dig that movie. Nobody can take that away from me. I, I love Halloween H two O. H two O is a good movie. It was my first one I ever saw. Actually, the girl I was dating at the time got me into horror movies, and she took me to see that. And uh, of course, just like with uh, Scream, and I know what you did last summer before it, I slept with a baseball bat for a week afterwards. Wow, that's too funny. I know, I know. I was afraid of my own. Sh- I was the Derek back no, then. Oh, you're De- you were Derek. I really was. That's Somehow you broke that. Oh, yeah. Unless The Exorcist comes on and then it comes right Yeah, back. that's where I lose it. And uh, by the way, it, uh, I, I, I know we're going to talk about this more later. I'm just going to put this out there right now. So at Sci-Fi Horror Fest, there's going to be an exorcist. I, I saw a man in a priest outfit. He's not getting in my car. I'm not going anywhere near him. If they sit us next to him, I'm sitting as far away from him as I can. Yeah, that's no, the only thing in life that scares me is you're, demons. You're, you're coming to see that, uh, uh, that uh, presentation, though. <laughs> that's fine as long as I can sit as far away from him as possible. So this is, it's an auditorium. Yeah, and by as far away, like if the bathroom is on the other side of the he's place, very, I'll like hide in there. He's a very nice man. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's a priest. I'm Catholic. I'm not going near him. I'm not shaking his <laughs> hand. I don't want anything transferred into my body. I don't want my head to spin. I doubt. I, I doubt don't want to sound like Pazuzu. I don't need that. I, I doubt. I got things I doubt to do. Any of that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, you guys let me know how it works okay, out well, for you. Well, go back to the news. anyways. <laughs> anyways. So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited, though, that uh, they got Nurse Marion back. Um, basically, sounds like everybody is going to be back in this movie except for Loomis because he's dead in real life. You know, everybody else is still around. We got to hear his audio in, in uh, 2018. True. And so. it sounded just like him. Yeah. So. Well, I think they did the uh, computer generated. Maybe I don't know how they did. There was a different I, I, voice actor, but maybe they. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I would assume voice. they would have done some computer generated because that that's very capable now, as we know. Right. They, they could put him in the movie if his family would give them the rights to use, like a you know the hologram thing or whatever. Oh, that'd be CGI. awesome. It's what they did with Peter Sellers and. Oh, um, I'd love to see that Star Wars. I think that I read Rogue somewhere One. too that there's a talk that there's going to be a uh, flashback scene too that they're going to like flashback to like 1978 in this movie, which I dig. I just I really wish they were filming it in Pasadena and in the Los Angeles area. Um, you know, you're going to go with the nostalgia factor. Why are you filming it in Wilmington, North Carolina? I <sighs> don't. I don't. I disagree with you because the the where there is supposed to be a place in Chicago. And Wilmington will probably look more like Chicago than Pasadena ever will. Yeah, but you're not going to see any of the original locations. You got all the original people back. Uh, I want to see some of those classic, legendary locations. Go buy the Wallace House. Go buy the Doyle House. Go buy the Myers House. Yada yada. Go buy where it was. Go buy the the place where it originally sat. Live a little. Let's do something different. I don't want to do something different. I want to do the same thing over and over and over again. Well, too bad. You got. I'm a robot. You got over in Friday the Thirteenth because they never went back to the original location ever. No, but I did. You could have gone there, but they never. Did I went, and then movies. I went back. I didn't. I didn't hear you once complain about it. I did not one time. And they should film the next one there. They won't. Though. I still have to run by my uh, my. Did I tell you what my idea was yet? No, I didn't. Do well, that. one of these days off air when okay. I'm not rushing out of the studio to get something to eat, I'm going to give you my idea. Okay, I have a great idea. Yeah, you keep I ran saying by that. our good friend Luke. So you keep saying that, but I haven't heard it. Continuing on, though. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm sure next week uh, we'll find out more Halloween kills. I'm trying to think who else could possibly be in this movie. I don't, I don't remember what the kids' names were that were with Lonnie the key, Elam. The, but. Key, the key grip is going to come back. Uh, <laughs> the the assistant director is going to come back. The the, the principal Maybe the boyfriend that killed uh, Jamie. Well, it's not her sister anymore. But. The extra number three who was walking down the street oh, on that Halloween amazing. night is coming back. I love There's that like, person. You know, the guy who played Ben Tramer is coming back to play the ghost of Ben Tramer. Ben Tra- well, he didn't die. 
Ben Tramer oh, never yeah, died. Right. He the died in the second movie. Happened. It never Damn. happened. Yeah, well. Okay, I guess the non-ghost of Ben Tramer yeah. can come back. As you know, he did get a job, though, working at a uh, working for a priest in a church in the fog. Yeah. John Carpenter played Bennett Tramer in that. Yeah. So, I don't know. You never know. I'd like to see Ben Tramer come back. I heard he was cute. You know, that's that's what Annie said. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he, he did. <laughs> in my world, in my world, he died because Halloween 2 still exists. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, same here. All right, uh, the next thing I'm going to do, I think maybe we're going to take a break pretty soon, but uh, the next thing I kind of wanted to cover real quickly, uh, I told you we were going to talk about Shudder, and uh, it's our favorite streaming service on the planet right now. Uh, Creepshow made its uh, premiere this past week, last Thursday. And I, I was so excited, I just couldn't hide it. Yeah. Oh, I'm being serious. And it was a payoff. Yeah. There's Did two, you get a chance to see it? Of course I got a chance I know over the weekend it. you hadn't seen well, it Well, that's because I had a busy week. But I squeezed it in. I saw it. I will probably watch it again because it was that good. Uh, there uh, was two was stories. Good. I'm not going to give any spoilers, though. I don't want to give any of the fans spoilers. I, I think what we'll do is we'll wait till the end of the season and then go back through and, and talk Review about them. Because, of course, Shudder, maybe not everybody has Shudder. You should die. If, if you, the only reason to get Shudder is this, go up for it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's only $5 a month. Uh, you know, basic, you know, it's it's a great service to have. And this show is worth it. There's two. There's a ton of other things. There's great movies on there. There's original movies on there. There's legendary movies on there. There's curated lists. I mean, I go on and on. I know this is not a commercial for Shudder. We don't work for Shudder. We would like to work for Shudder. Hint, hint. But uh, we don't We don't work for Shudder currently or anything. But it is just a really cool place for horror fans. It has a really good, uh, really great stuff going Yeah. On. And Creepshow... By far is one of the best things I've seen on that channel. Yeah, the mind you, they have the Critters show as well, which was kind of a letdown. Yeah, I it's not seen Shutter's that, yeah. fault. Whoever made it was kind of right. And you know, they've had other things that are good, but the, I'm telling you, this was amazing. I love the first yeah. two. I don't know if you if you're sharing the same hype. That I, I loved it. I absolutely. I think the only thing I really didn't like is the segue in between the uh, the creep. Yeah, her. Well, what do we call way, that guy? That I, little... I, I'm just going to call him the creeper. Yeah. right now because I don't have. I, I thought don't that have that another... looked a little cheesy. Um, I, I was a huge fan of that. By the way, the opening with the creeper was fun. Yeah, it was. Which was really weird that the and I agree with you that middle. It was just seg- kind of weird. The segue didn't work out as well as I would have liked. It yeah, to work out. maybe it'll get better with with future episodes. But it was kind of like eh, whatever. But I would have liked to have seen it just as the comic book I, pages. Yeah, I would. But... Well. It, I like how they did keep the comic book pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like that part, but I think that they could have done without the creeper in that middle part. Yeah, I agree. In the beginning, though, it was awesome. Yeah, it really like, was. When he first comes out and you see him in the beginning, and it's that, uh, oh, it was, that was cool. It was I, super I really cool. marked out for that. And like, yeah. I, I agree. The middle was a little pushed. They should have just done the flipping of the comic book pages right. by themselves and then start the new story on the next but page. But I thought both stories were fantastic, though. Absolutely. The first one, uh, you know, really creepy, had a great cast. You know, Adrian Barbo was in it. Tobin Bell was in it. That um, was one that they were plugging heavy to. Yeah, it that was. was the one that they were like talking. Was that the about. one Nicotero directed? Yeah, I do believe that was the one Greg Nicotero. Directed. I think he's doing a couple of them. If he's I doing, read it he's right. doing two or three of them. Yeah, and then he's also wrote one that he's not doing. Okay, one of them that he did, I do believe it was the first one, was written by Stephen King. Ah, I believe Stephen King wrote that one. I could be wrong. Don't 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 quote me. We and I don't have the information in front of me. Sorry, unfortunately, but I do believe that was the one Stephen King wrote because that's why they were pumping it so hard. Right. Joe Hill wrote a bunch of them too. They, yeah. I think Joe Hill wrote two and directed one. Right. There's a really good list of people. We we went it really over was, a week it was ago. well done. And then the second one, the second one, I was super impressed by as well. Oh yeah, I dug that. By the way, if you guys don't understand, uh, I know we've talked about it before, but if you're just jumping in here, Creep Show is a one hour, pretty much a one hour uh, time slot, and there is two episodes episode there's two there's two parts to each episode so you get two stories on every episode and they have nothing to do with each other yeah they were roughly about 25 minutes there, a piece yeah, i would 20, say yeah it was a, it was just shy of an hour it was about 50 some quick watch minutes. it was a good watch like i said i marked out because they kind of had like a 
it was an updated version of the old open for creep show yeah with the creeper so i marked up because i have great nostalgic feelings for that and then the first uh episode played very well the first uh the, that shouldn't say the first episode was the whole thing but the first story played very well and then it transformed into the second and by the way the two stories were completely you know like on t- totally different ends of the spectrum right and it worked really well it really did i dug it so i hope all of them are kind of different yeah i don't really i don't know if i would have liked it as much if both stories were kind of the same kind of story right i think i dug it more because they were two different stories i, I agree i and agree 100 and, and i hope they do that for all the episodes there is six episodes total so 12 stories total and this upcoming thursday will be episode two so next week we'll definitely be talking about that once again I don't want to give spoilers to the end of the season. I want to give you guys time. At the end of the season, we're going to do an overall uh, uh, spoiler kind of full di- dissection of each episode. I think right. That, that's the nicest way to do it. You know, we like to be nice here, but I will I will say I'll tell you this much. First episode was great. Second episode was awesome. Or second, first story was great. Second story was great. I can't wait for episode two. Yeah. Super excited. Well, there was one other show that I had completely forgotten about uh, that was also on television and made its premiere this past Thursday. And uh, it's on CBS. Uh, it was called Evil. And um, pretty much the premise of it is there's a woman that's a psychologist Mm -hmm. and she's interviewing a guy that is going to be on court or excuse me, in court um, on trial. And uh, he murdered several different people and is trying to say that he blacked out during the whole thing and didn't remember it. And his wife sees him standing in his kitchen and hears like a strange noise that's going on. It sounds like he's speaking in a different language without opening up his mouth. And um, she presumes that he is possessed. So the uh, psychologist is basically she's working with the DA, you know, trying to get information about what's going on. And there's another gentleman that reaches out to her that works for the Catholic Church. Uh, He and another guy are working for the church and they basically try to find out whether or not somebody is actually possessed. It's like an exorcism type show. And uh, it was a really cool show. The first episode, it wasn't as creepy as I thought it was going to be, although it had its moments. Uh, but it was super good. And I, I mean, you know, it hooked me right in. So it's uh, something to watch on Thursdays. Is, is, uh, there's not as much on on Thursdays during the week. You know, we got Creep Show and now we got Evil. So two, two uh, good new series to watch that are horror related. Sounds pretty awesome. I'll have to check that out. I did not check this out this week. Uh, but, uh, hey, we're going to take our first break of uh, the, the show. I just want to kind of throw it out there. If you guys want to talk about this podcast, you want to talk to us about anything we talk about tonight, or you just want to talk to us in general because we like talking to you, or you want to comment on Mike's list, which is now in its second month. We're in month number two. We kicked it off the first day of October with Young Frankenstein. Absolutely. I watched it this morning before I went to work. Super one good. One of the best ever. It is one of the best movies ever, in my opinion, as well. Uh, so check out, uh, you know, uh, check us out on Facebook, HorrorZone607. We are on twitter at horror zone 607 for all the social medias to join the conversation it's hz 607 and uh we're gonna take this brief break when we come back we'll have some more horror news because it was a jam-packed horror news uh kind of di- uh kind of week and uh we'll be right back
and welcome back to the zone. We're going to continue on with more movie news because uh, there, as Rich had said before the break, there's just a ton of stuff to talk about. So uh, the next thing we wanted to kind of get into, uh, we mentioned, uh, I, I would say about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago, uh, Netflix was going to be producing a sequel to uh, a movie that you and I both really enjoyed. It was called The Babysitter and it starred Samara Weaving. Yes, The Babysitter was a very fun, uh, tongue-in-cheek, uh, funny at times, but also a pretty serious uh, slasher film. And uh, it was about a satanic group of uh, high schoolers led by Samara Weaving. And uh, they were uh, she was babysitting this little boy. Uh, I wouldn't say little, little, but he was like 10, 12 years old, something like that. Something like that. I think he was like middle school age. Yeah, yeah. So, so she was babysitting and then uh, they sacrificed somebody, which was kind of funny. And he saw it and then they were going to come up. And I think at first, I don't think they were going to sacrifice him. I thought they were just going to like prick him and take some of his blood, if you remember. I believe so. And it's been a while since I saw and it. And then they realized that he was awake and saw the whole thing. So then they had to get rid of him. But uh, it was a, it was kind of, it became Home Alone. Yeah, in more a good or less. Way. It was Home Alone meets a slasher film. So lots of blood, lots of guts, lots of gore. And, uh, and a kid fighting back, and it was a good movie. And now we are going to get the sequel. Yeah, and pretty much the entire cast is going to be back from the first film, minus Samara Weaving, which is a bummer. Yeah, uh, she really was I the mean, best part of the movie. Let's be honest. Her career's taken off after uh, Ready or Ready Not. Not yeah. I mean, it still has a good cast. Bella Thorne's going to be back. Um, Robbie Amell, who's who's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Guy's hilarious. The whole the whole cast is great. The uh, it's So this is going to take place two years after the events of the first one. And uh, he is going to uh, be trying to put his life, still trying to forget that satanic-filled night. And then he's going to get some unexpected guests. Who were dead. Yeah, they all died in the first one. That's but a spoiler. That's a spoiler, but they're... They're back. They're back. Well, they they're were back, involved Jack. in Satanics. Satan, obviously, Satan brought them back to try to get the soul of this boy that got away. Yeah. And I'm assuming it'll be kind of the same synopsis and i'm 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 not upset about that no I, i'm not I, either i was actually very happy it was yep. a, it was a, one of those things that you told me you saw and you said oh it was really fun you should watch it and i watched it and i had a lot of fun of course i love slasher films i love dark comedies and it was the perfect melding of the two yeah and i was like this i, I was a bigger fan of that movie than i thought i would be oh and yeah me too that, and when i heard about the sequel i'm like just give me more yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Mick G who directed the first Neither one. He's directing me. this one. A um, little too CW for me. But um, I can't stand that movie name. wasn't. Yeah, I don't like That's his right, name I mean, either. Mick G. Like, maybe I'll start going by McLovin. that name. Like, like Mick C. It just makes me think of Mick Lovin. Yeah, I mean, I'm Mike C. Maybe I'll just start going by Mick C. And I'm sure there's fans of Mick G out there, but you know, I'm just not a, usually a fan of his work. Really, I'm not. Yep. But I was a huge fan of Babysitter and Babysitter 2. If it's anything like the first one, I'll be a fan of that. So I guess I get yeah. it. I'll give him his props. By the way. Maybe I won't change it to Mixie. You know, there were some ideas over the over the weekend that we talked about. You guys call me Creepy Mike. Spooky Mike. Spooky Mike, excuse Spooky me. Mike. Spooky yeah, Mike. Derek from Three Fat Nerds, when we talk about you on the show, calls you Spooky Mike. Yeah. Is he, and he does a little bit where he's like, I, we get it, Mike. You're spooky. Well, we're, tarring, we're kind of toying around with the old Patreon yeah, idea. No, don't, don't drop anything yet. You don't want me to drop anything yet? No, not yet. The whole thing was a joke, but, I know, but it could but, become something real. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating making this real. <laughs> like we, when we do Patreon, we have to ask extra stuff. So fans, pretty soon after the con season, that is one of the things I was going to talk about later, and we'll get into it more later. But there will be a Patreon coming. Yeah, and, and I Mike won't see. We'll have. I will not be Mike be C. Stuff. I'll be Spooky Mike. You, well, there, there, you are going to be on a show with Diesel. That's all I'm going to say. Derek <laughs> from Three Fenders and Mike C are going to do a monthly a monthly pay, Patreon podcast. Oh boy, that's all I'm going to let out of the bag. I'm going to talk about this a little later during the third act. We're going to need to take calls. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to need. We to take might calls. be able to do some stuff. Yeah. Let's continue on with the news. Then. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's move on to the next thing. So big news. We knew it was coming, but big news nonetheless. 
Also, this is Netflix news as well. Probably the biggest Netflix news, bigger than the Babysitter 2. It has been officially announced Stranger Things Season 4 is coming. Well, that wasn't really that much of a... It's uh, no surprise. Surprise, because, I mean, we already knew. The only thing that sucked is we had found out before that they had cut it from five seasons to four. Right. That's allegedly what's going to happen. I mean, I'll I'll wait to see. I don't know, because they re-signed the Duffer Brothers to something new that's going to keep them with Netflix for a long time to do other projects, but they also want them to continue on with Stranger Things. But, no, no, from what I understand, they were trying to cut it and then come back. Like there's like like Ron put it. Ron thinks that their story because their story was originally only five seasons. They right. only wanted to do five seasons, and then it came from the Duffer Brothers, not from Netflix. That they were only doing four seasons. Right. But they were toying. They didn't say officially that's what we're doing. I think they're saying I think that that's what we're going to do. But which I think I think I'm telling you right now what's going to happen. They're going to do only four seasons. Yeah. And then wait and then can it and then wait five years and then do come another back and season. do more, which might not be a bad idea. Um. You know, we've talked about this before. I, I, go out on top. This is, I'll be brokenhearted if it ends after four seasons, but it is such a good show. Go out on top. It won't, it won't end completely, but they wanted to take a longer break between seasons two and three, and then the fans forced it because they wanted to do a two year break because they wanted the kids to age. That well, was, it was their almost original, two years in between. It was but a year it, was, and a half. it was a year and a half. But they wanted to go longer. They wanted to, actually, season three of that show wasn't supposed to come out until 2020. Mm hmm. That's a, that's a fact. They wanted the kids to age because they wanted to do th- certain things as the kids age. Right. And then the fans wanted it so bad that they put it out early, which is fine. It was still amazing. Season three is my favorite season by far. But I think what they're going to do is they're going to come into season four and they're going to uh, end it uh, for now. And then I think that they're going to try to take the I think they're going to use I, what I think they're going to do is they're going to use the ploy that Netflix is canceling it. So then they, they can take a three or four year hiatus and then well, put it back out. Here's a thought. Here's a little thought. Who's one of the people that's in that movie? Who's one of everybody's favorite characters in that movie? Finn Wolfhard. What was Finn Wolfhard just in? Well, it's chapter two. So who's to say that they might not take that kind of approach where they let them age several years and they do bring the show back and it's all of the same actors playing the characters, but they've kind of gone their separate ways, grown up, and they somehow get forced back into Hawkins. That's what I was going to say. But you kind of have that it. They like to have homages to all these different horror movies. There's that would be a perfect one. The teaser says we're not in Hawkins anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously uh, so the way it ended. Two, well, yeah, we're, we're not going to talk major spoilers. I'm not going to say I am. It's going to be a little spoiler light because I'm going to say about the ending. I was when I saw it, I said on three fat nerds with Ron. I said, I don't think that it was I, when you saw the ending of season three, uh, some of the cast, a good portion of the cast, you if you will, leaves Hawkins anyways. Right. So I don't know if it, we're not in Hawkins anymore is going to be because, you know, it's it, this thing is going to follow them wherever they go and then the friends have to come back together or if we're just going to spend more time in the upside down it's one of the which two which there really wasn't in season three You're but right. I was okay with that that's fine because it was such a perfect story but one of those two is what's going to happen in season four well, or Russia like, I mean you saw what happened in the post credit scene the big spoiler kind of going into the next season or that shouldn't say spoiler but the uh, cliffhanger you know there was there was that big scene there and yeah well I'm it, just I still don't think that it's I think that it's going to be one of those two options yeah. yeah that's just me we'll find out i'm excited for it yeah uh and i think probably the thing you're most excited for uh coming october 12th to the sci-fi network you're finally going to get to see the banana splits movie i'm kind of upset about this by the way because it looks phenomenal i just watched the new trailer the sci-fi trailer by the way the sci-fi trailer is is way more blood laden than yeah. the original trailer I was kind of shocked that this was a sci-fi trailer just because of that. 
And I was pumped to see this movie to begin with, but I didn't see it already, if you remember going back that far, because of a movie called Leprechaun Returns. It was also made <laughs> right. for sci-fi, and then me and Mike made the mistake of paying for Leprechaun Returns, and I'm still I'm, I'm still mourning the loss of the $5 I spent on that movie. Yeah. So I didn't do it this time, so F you, Leprechaun Returns. It ruined me seeing this early, but I am going to be definitely checking this out. And after I see it, we will definitely be talking about this. Oh, absolutely. I, I, it looks great. If you haven't seen it, go look up the TV spot. It's only about 56 seconds long. Lots of blood. Yeah. Way, way more blood than I would say for a TV. I'll tell you what. If I enjoy it enough watching it on television, I'll go back and I'll watch the unedited version. Although sci-fi shows, they keep a lot of the stuff in it. But I'll go back and I'll watch the unedited version at that absolutely. point and pay to see it if it's if it's worth seeing. Something tells me I'm not going to love it <laughs> once you finally see it. I, I have a feeling I'm going to have a... It's going to be about one notch above Leprechaun Returns for me only because of the production team behind it. But you never know. If I, it's good, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. I'm, I think I'm going to love it because it looks like there's already some fun and interesting kills just judging oh, yeah. by the commercial. Just throwing it out there. Uh, Eli Roth news. We don't talk about Eli Roth very much on this show because he's been kind of... He's been kind of quiet. Kind of, kind of quiet. Well, he's going to be producing a new slasher film called 1031. Just what we need, another Halloween-themed movie. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it looks like he's uh, he's he says that his favorite uh, form of the horror genre is the slasher movie. Up to this point, Eli Roth has not done a pure slasher film. Right. So this will be his first pure slasher. As a fan of the uh, genre, I'm sure he'll do a great job. I'm, the, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, his movies have always been kind of weird to me. I, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of his movies. They just have like a certain feeling to them that you could see it. His, you know, he's got his, uh, you know, kind of like Rob Zombie. You kind of know when he makes his movies. Like you can tell that it's a Rob Zombie film. Eli Roth, it's the same kind of thing. They're kind of just of like gore. grimy, dirty. Lots of gore. Yeah. Um, I will say this. It, really disturbing for movies. Eli Roth. It's hit or miss for me. Yeah, I am a huge fan of Cabin Fever. I'm a huge fan. Okay, and I, I, I love the gore in that movie because I like the storyline. There's actual storyline, believe it or not, in that movie. Yeah, uh, I'm not as big a fan as the Hostel movies, just because I'm not a big fan of the of of. The, the torture, the torture stuff. porn. I like the second one better than the first yeah. one, but I didn't like either one so, of them. So you know, so it's always hit and miss with me with him. And uh, but I do, I do appreciate what he does for the genre. He's a he's a big he's a big name individual in the genre. He's done some great documentaries for the genre and, and he's done a some fan. shows. And he is a fan. So at the end of the day, you know you're getting you know horrors in good hands with him, whether you like his style or not. Because I know people out there that love the hostile movies, and I know people that don't. You know, same thing with Cabin Fever. Same thing with everything else he's ever done. Uh, I just feel like you have to be, you know, it, it's it's to me he's fifty fifty, but I do appreciate his fanhood. And I know when I see a movie, it's at least coming from a fan. And it's going to be an original concept. Right. I have yet to see him do a movie that somebody else has already done. Right. Now, mind you, now he's getting into the slasher waters. It's hard to be original in the slasher form. But if anybody's going to be original there, I, I think it's going to be Eli Roth. Right. And I'm just saying that because he is always done something different like right. there was nothing i mean there's been certain things kind of like cabin fever but cabin fever was its own thing he created torture porn with hostile yes i mean some people would put that on saw but saw isn't really torture porn there is actually a story behind it yeah saw is more of a psychological slasher right because it's a slasher in the sense that there's the stalking there's the preying on the victims the only difference between that and a normal slasher film is the actual killer doesn't do the killing right he puts you in the position to kill yourself and so, but it's still a slasher film. That's why I say I'll give it psychological slasher because he is really killing them mentally. Right. And then they kill themselves physically. Uh, so it's kind of yeah. an interesting take. 
Uh, whereas, you know, Eli Roth, like I said, he's good at that. So I can't wait to see this because I'm assuming that he's going to give a fresh take to his version of a slasher. Right. For better or for worse. And you know how much I love slashers. I talk about it all the time. Uh, we have more slasher news. Uh, we talked about this movie a while back. Uh, I haven't heard much about it since. But there's another one, uh, another slasher movie coming out that's going to be called Trick, which also is kind of Halloween themed. Uh, not not kind of. It is Halloween themed. And uh, there's finally a trailer for it, uh, which looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, before we talk about it, just want to point out that it's uh, directed by Patrick. I, I, I'm always afraid that I'm going to butcher his name. So I apologize. I don't know the, pro- the proper pronunciation Lusser, of his name. Lussier? I don't know if it's Lussier or Lossier. Lussier, but uh, Patrick Lussier and uh, Todd Farmer are behind this. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and just so you guys know, it's going to be released theatrically on demand and digital HD release on October 18th. So we don't have to wait too long to see it. A little quick, there is a trailer out there that came out. We watched the trailer. The trailer is looks super awesome. Badass. Super and, awesome. Uh, let me give you the synopsis real quick. Trick introduces a new slasher villain, Patrick Trick Weaver, who comes back every Halloween to do some killing. And it looks like he's a man of many masks. With the trailer highlighting a handful of different Halloween masks and also teasing some brutal kills. This one looks like a Halloween horror treat, and we'd expect nothing less from Farmer and Lucier. Or Lussier. However, however you pronounce it. Sorry. Uh, the trailer looks amazing, and he does have different masks. Uh, you see the classic, he kind of does a classic Halloween take where the cop shoots him, like, like just empties a clip into him pretty much, and, you know, he's he's not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, it looks pretty badass. It opens with a spin the knife instead of spin the bottle. Right. And uh, he's, you know, they, there's a couple that goes, and then they kiss, and then it's this creepy-looking pumpkin mask, and he spins the knife, and it lands on somebody. And it looks like he's leaning in for a kiss and he grabs the knife and just butchers that person and then proceeds to look like he slays the entire room. Right, exactly. And I'm just like... And then comes back the next year on Halloween. I'm like, give me more! And these are the same guys that are behind the My, My Bloody Valentine uh, 3D, the uh-huh. remake, as well as Drive Angry. So, the, you know, they got a couple of good uh, movies behind them. And uh, this, I, I am all in on this. I am all in. We're in like Flynn on this one. October 18th. There's so much stuff coming out this month. Absolutely. All right. The last thing that I'm going to talk about this week, everybody knows and loves. Who's our favorite animated uh, series that's ever been? Big Mouth? No. No, you're wrong. No, it'd be The Simpsons. Oh, because Big Mouth Mouth comes back October 4th. Yeah. Netflix. But but The Simpsons are everybody's favorite cartoon. That's true. Well, one of them. One of them. Well, they uh, have a you know a very familiar thing, a very highly anticipated thing that comes out every uh, every year around Halloween time, and that would be their Treehouse of Horrors uh, episodes. So uh, this year, uh, they've actually saved that for it to be their six hundred sixty sixth. That's right. Episode, and it will air on Sunday, October twentieth, on eight eight to eight thirty on the Fox Network. Uh, by the way, The Simpsons is owned by Disney. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, which makes this the first time Disney's doing a uh, Treehouse of Horror. So uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff this year, just judging by the poster. We are going to be touching on things from The Shape of Water to Stranger Things. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Like, oh, man, there's, there's so much going on. It looks like uh, it, there's just too much going on in this. It's... It's going to be phenomenal. They don't have a real... The, the synopsis isn't really there. It's the 30th Treehouse of Horror. Features a demon Maggie, a mission to rescue Millhouse from another dimension. Dead Homer's spirit trying on some new bodies for size. And Selma finally finding love in an unlikely place. Ooh. The alien in the basement. <laughs> so it's got it's got those vibes. It's got those little... Uh, 
uh, nodes to it. I will definitely be tuning in. I have not been watching The Simpsons for a little while because I, I, I've said it before on Three Fat Nerds. It kind of passed me by after over 30 years of being on the air. There's just nothing left that they can do. But I do check out Treehouse of Horror every year because that's the one episode every year that is guaranteed to give me what I want. And they always do an amazing job with, uh, with it, especially making fun of what's pop culture at the time. Right. They've covered a, a lot of ground over the years, and they continue to do so. I mean, I rem- one of my favorites was when uh, uh, Willie was uh, Freddy Krueger. Oh. They did the Willie as uh, – Groundskeeper Willie as Freddy Krueger bit. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that or not. It was really uh, No, nah, I haven't watched that show since I was probably like 12. Uh, uh, Treehouse of Horror is where it's at, brother. You got to watch Treehouse of Horror. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's not disappointing at all. Is that uh, we got anything else in the news? That's all I got. Oh man, we are finally at the end of the news. We are. Uh, hey man, that was a lot of news this week. I hope you guys liked it. If you guys want to talk about any of that stuff or anything else, you know how to hit us up. Horrorzone six oh seven on Facebook at Horrorzone six oh seven on Twitter. Hashtag HZ six zero seven to join the conversation. We are going to take a break. During this break, you are going to hear where we're going to be October 18th, 19th, and 20th. That's Scaricon in Rochester, New York. Uh, we have a little ad for that. You did not hear the ad for Sci-Fi Horror Fest, and that is on purpose. That is by design because we are going to come back in the third act. We're going to tell you all about Sci-Fi Horror Fest. We're going to give you our takes, what we can't wait to do, all that happy stuff. Maybe give you some pointers if you're going to a different convention or you're coming to this convention. Uh, and also, we're going to kind of touch on some things going on with 8122 Productions when we come back and talk some horror. Does that sound good to you, Mike? Works for me. So we'll be right back. Join us October 18th, 19th, and 20th in Rochester, New York at the Rochester Riverside Hotel for Scaricon. This year we have a ton of great celebrity guests, including Barbara Crampton, Felissa Rose, Ashley Lawrence, David Naughton, the cast of Terrifier, the 40th anniversary of Phantasm, and of course, Pinhead himself. Doug Bradley will all be there, all of them, plus so much more. There will also be vendors and all such sorts of other great entertainment going on that weekend in Rochester, New York. For all tickets and other information about Scaricon, go to Scaricon.com and we'll see you in Rochester on October 18th, 19th, and 20th. All right, it's time for Talking Horror, your favorite segment, my favorite segment, definitely Mike's favorite segment. Always. And so this week, though, it's going to be something near and dear to our hearts. And I know there's some of you that are not from the New York area, and we appreciate you listening. And you know, it kind of sucks that you know we are now going to talk about somewhere we're going to be live, and if you might not be able to make it. But don't worry, there will be plenty of stuff coming out. Uh, I'm planning on filming some stuff, hopefully putting out on the YouTube channel. I'm planning on uh, uh, definitely recording some interviews and such. I'm definitely recording on something. Even Mike C here will not be there the first night. He is not joining us until Saturday at the right. event. Right, unfortunately. Um, so October 4th, he won't be there. Sorry, guys, if you were looking forward, come on October 5th. It's but you cheap. know what, ladies, if you're looking... Looking for something fun? Come and see me on Saturday in Oneonta. Yeah, I mean, late night he might. Uh, I, I mean, am the heartthrob of I, I the Eight One Two Two Productions. Once again, we won't go into that because we'll get in trouble <laughs> if I say what I usually would say there. Uh, but uh, we're going to be staying at the cabin of the woods. So maybe Mike, after he gets out of work late, he might uh, drive up to the cabin of the woods. So yeah, you, you ladies, he might need. To I, camp. I, I'm thinking about doing that. You might. Uh, you, you might have ladies. You might need. A, he might need a companion to keep him warm in the cabin sure. of the woods. It's supposed sure. to be. It's supposed to be a little chilly this weekend. Yeah, I heard that it's going to be a little crisp. So maybe you need a little cuddle buddy. 
Oh, th- well, I, I was just, planning on being one of you guys, but yeah, pretty much. Whatever. I'm just joking. He's taken. Shh. <laughs> I'm sorry to bury that lead. So sorry, yeah. ladies, you get let down. Although Derek's available. Yeah, Derek and Ron from Three Fat Nerds who will be with us. They're both available. Yeah. So and there's a whole lot of love and they could be giving you, ladies. I'm <laughs> yes, there about. is. I'm married, so I'm out, I'm off the table as well. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, let's jump right in. October fourth and fifth, Onion in New York Sci-Fi Horror Fest. We are blessed to be the sponsors of Media Alley, the Three Fat Nerds, Eight One Two Two Productions, Horror Zone Six Hundred Seven. As you know, I already should know the you know Three Fat Nerds, Horror Zone Six Hundred Seven. We belong to Eight One Two Two Productions. I like to now call it the Eight One Two Two Productions uh, Podcast Network. Um, 8122productions.com where you can go you can see events and all sorts of crazy stuff so you know uh, just a cheap plug which I plug every show but we'll we'll throw it out there but Sci-Fi Horror Fest is near and dear to our hearts last year as the three fat nerds and actually Sci-Fi Horror Fest came around right around the time we were making the, the deal to become Horror Zone 607 yeah we had just recorded the ODPH version of this show yep there was our pilot episode if you will our first episode our pilot episode and then the, I think after shortly after that was because two weeks after that was Scarecon yeah we did the interview with uh, Courtney Gaines, which was on our second episode, which is the first, you know, full, you know, first in the line show. So that was the end of October. Yeah. So that yeah. was, uh, we're getting, uh, we're coming close to that year anniversary is what I'm trying Unbelievable. to say. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's, uh, it's hard to believe. So Sci-Fi Horror Fest used to be uh, authorcon Pair horror Festival, and that was where we got our start. Uh, fun story about that. I'm going to tell it on this sto- uh, show. Uh, so it's an exclusive. Uh, we've talked about it in the Three Fat Nerds in the past because obviously it was more of a Three Fat Nerds related thing. But uh, I want to throw it out here. The reason why it's near and dear in our hearts. We were a podcast on the Three Fat Nerds for about two months. We started in April of 2018. And so we were probably, I would have to say, I, I don't even think it was June. I think we were booked in May. So it was only a little over a month. By May of 2018, we uh, there was a mutual friend who posted something about this uh, convention that was looking for uh, podcasts. Uh, we had been around very little. Diesel decided, uh, which is Derek's nickname, by the way, sorry, uh, decided that he was going to uh, send a message. And when he sent said message, get ready for it. They replied and invited us. So we were a podcast for literally like a month and a half, two months tops. We got booked at uh, AuthorCon Dash Pair Horror Festival, which is now Sci-Fi Horror Festival, which I think is more, it has a better ring to it, if you will. And so we had a great time. That was our first con. It was in October, same first weekend of October of that year as well. And uh, from there we got, because of that con, at that convention, we got booked last minute for ScareCon last year. Right. Because uh, somebody had pulled out because of a family issue and they needed a podcast to fill in and we just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And we got to talk to JV, which if you listened to the end of the episode last week, you got to hear the interview we did with JV. He's awesome. And we're going to be at ScareCon this year as well. So Very excited. So uh, that's why Sci-Fi Horror Fest is our family. It's like going home. And we are coming home to Oneonta, New York for the 4th and 5th. So much awesome stuff to do, by the way. I just want to, there's not, I cannot stress enough how much awesome stuff we have going on this weekend. So Friday, let's let's just dive in like this. Uh, Well, actually, let's talk about the guests first. And then I'll go into like Friday and Saturday night. How about that? Does that sound like the plan? Sounds good to me. So... We have a great guest list. And first of all, the top tier of that guest, he is a man who is an alumni, I'm proud to say, of Horror Zone 607. He is the guy who trademarked when we say, welcome back to The Zone. He was the first person to ever call this show The Zone on our second episode. He was our first celebrity that we ever interviewed for this show. The only one. The, the only one that thus far, thus far, thus far. Me, there's going to be more. Uh, it was, it's, the, it's the legendary Courtney Gaines. Of course, he played Malachi in the legendary Children of the Corn movie. And then he's been in everything else. And he's got a new movie coming out this year called Candy Corn. Uh, yes. it was, it's been in the works for a while. And finally, 
we are getting to see it. I'm, I can't wait to talk to him about that and so much more. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we are definitely getting an interview with him on this show. I hope so. Oh, I absolutely. Uh, and hope if so. It, so Courtney Gaines is going to be there. Also, celebrity, uh, you may know her if you are a fan of uh, '80s movies, like the way we are. She was in a little movie called Night of the Creeps. Her and Jason Lively. Yeah, uh, another good all, friend of ours. All, yes, another good friend, Scarecon alumni. We will see him at Scarecon this year. We'll, we'll get to that before Scarecon. But uh, she was also in uh, Weird Science and also Mask, the Rocky Dennison story. I'm talking about Chill With though. She's a lovely, lovely lady. Cannot wait to talk to her. I, I do think we're getting an interview with her, hopefully. Uh, I don't know if it'll be on this show or not. Maybe I'll put it on this show as a bonus. I think it's going to mostly be for the three fenders because uh, Derek has an affinity for Mask. So I think he wants oh, to that'd talk be great. to about Mask. Uh, yeah, something you've, tells you've me she his, might get offended. Yeah, something tells me as well. But there's, I, I'm, there's I'm somebody's going to get offended. It yeah, might be me. I don't know. It might, might be somebody. I don't know. But I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I should let him do that one. Yeah. Uh, one that I do want to get an interview with, and I heard he's a very nice guy, and I know Mike would love to interview this individual because this is near and dear to his heart in the paranormal world. Of course, I'm talking about Dustin Parry from uh, yes. Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International. He's actually going to be right here in Binghamton yes, on Friday. The, the heartthrob of the paranormal That's world. how we get along. He's the heartthrob of the paranormal, of the Ghost Hunters. I'm the heartthrob of 8122 Production Studios. We're going to have to bring that up when we talk you, to you him. You guys are the heartthrobs. We, like <laughs> yes, WWE, we are. Just like the WWE. I believe he's a wrestling fan, too, if yes, I'm not mistaken. So we'll have to just talk about that. We'll I, should, I should have him as a guest for the wrestling show. Pump shows, some what you're fists. Saying. To, hell with the, to hell with Horror Zone 607, just have him as a guest Forget on the Forget about show. anything paranormal. Just talk <laughs> about wrestling with Dustin Perry. But, but uh, Dustin Perry will be there. And actually, as you just mentioned, Dustin Perry will be coming to Binghamton with Tiffany on Friday morning. They will be on Around the Tears at 12.15 on WBNG. So if you live in the area, you get WBNG TV. You can see a great interview with uh, Dustin Parry uh, to pump the event. Once again, I got to say, I apologize for anybody who's listening to us is not around that can't make it here. But there is going to be benefits to you guys. We are going to try to get the interviews with Courtney Gaines and Jill Whitlow and Dustin Perry. And so you'll get to hear those amongst other things that you'll get to hear. Some videos, some pictures of all, all sorts of stuff. We're trying to keep you guys in the loop. Uh, it's, it's just a fun fest to be at. And, uh, you know, we, we feel like you have to plug the places you're going to be. Absolutely. There will be also a ton of other special guests. Tony DeVille will be there. He is a he is a world-famous tattoo artist. He was on Ink Masters. Very good ink artist. He's I'm hoping I can get a nice free guy. tattoo. I want to get mine finished. I don't know I'll, if he'll do it for free. but I'll I, sit there and let him do me. Uh, that sounded terrible. Wow, but that for two amazing. days. He could tattoo me for two days. Two days straight, I'll let him go nuts. He can do whatever he you're wants. I want to get my other darn. You're gonna have you're gonna have a whole lot of money you owe if you do that for two days straight. I got most of mine done for free. No, I don't think he's gonna do it for free. Well, he's, he's, a, he's a he's a, he's a world class tattoo artist. I, that's even more. He doesn't need the money. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving on. Uh, we also have I uh, we also have a pumpkin carver who's gonna be there. Sweeney Todd's gonna be there slinging some haircuts. Yeah. Uh, he's always a, f- a friend of ours. We're gonna have uh, serving some sweet sweet treats. Our MVP of the weekend. Uh, freestyle confections are in the house and they have some really sweet treats and then of course our good friend len oddity will be there he is a pro wrestler slash sideshow clown mm. uh he does and he is the only clown that derek's not scared of but he does an amazing <laughs> sideshow act which will be part of the show uh you guys see it to believe it he's he's amazing he's got some new tricks up his sleeve i guess but he doesn't usually wear sleeves so that's kind of an intriguing where are they where are the tricks i know i don't know he he, he brings a little case He's got a lot of tricks up his case. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Uh, then there's so many more. Like Lauren Malloy will be there. She's an author, uh, author, director, and uh, star in horror films and independent films. There's a couple other independent film companies there. Tons of vendors. There's a lot going on at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. And, uh, and one person I will go nowhere near. Yes, we talked about that already. Yeah, we did. I know. Uh, the the, the I'm, I'm still not going uh, anywhere near. Pa- uh, Bishop Angelicus. 
So, uh, we do have a list of events going on out there, and there's a, the first night there is actually, the first day there's mostly, mostly uh, movies being shown, but there is one lecture. So, first night, Friday, October 4th, from at 3 p.m., we're showing the movie She Kills. Uh, at 4.45, Dustin Perry will be doing a lecture on the spirits of New England. Uh, at 5.30 p.m., there will be another movie, Empire State of the Dead. And at 7.30, the main event slot in a movie I have seen and I love, House Shark. <laughs> I knew it was going to be there. I know. I love it. Maybe they can um, play Freddy's Dead. Uh, you have to get rights to those things. and uh, So that's why we're doing all independent films. Nah. By the way, I can't wait. We make the roles. I can't wait. I can't wait till they do uh, the Scarecon list because the Scarecon list is also a movie fest. So there's a lot of movies on that. I, yeah. got, I, got, I got a preliminary list of it. House Shark, or was House Shark is that the name of it? House Shark was there last year. Was there year last year? Yeah, it was. I remember seeing the big it's, giant. I, I own House Shark on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's really Still good. Still gotta watch that. I believe you're right. it's really good. I'll bring it over. We can watch it. Yeah. Uh, Eleven. Uh, so Saturday the fifth at eleven fifteen, we're gonna have the author panel. Lauren Maloya will be on it. John Kolsick, uh, Nicole Munich, Chris uh, Panichia. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. And Tom and Tommy Clark, uh, our good friend Token Tom, they'll all be on. And then at noon. We have an event attraction. Len Adi will be doing his first sideshow performance. At 1 p.m., Bishop uh, Plato Angelicus will be doing his lecture on need for spiritual protection. He is the exorcist that Mike is terrified of. Yep. At 2 p.m., there will be a podcasting panel that will feature Three Fat Nerds, Horror Zone 607, Necrocasticon, and The Fox Den. Nice. Uh, at 3 o'clock, Dustin Parry will uh, be doing his second lecture of the weekend on high strangeness. Oh, I'm intrigued about that. Yeah, that's interesting. At 4 p.m., there will be the second Len Oddity sideshow performance, and at five or at three, five p.m. Sorry, I could. It's, it's a little small on my screen. There will be the horror panel, which I think that I'm hosting. Oh, and I'm not sure if Courtney Gaines is doing that or who's doing that, but I'm. I think I'm hosting that panel. I could be wrong. I'll come out if nobody else wants yeah, to. Yeah, if not, it'll just be me and you, Mike. How about yeah. That? Uh, at 6 p.m., we'll have a paranormal uh, panel, which will feature Dustin Parry, uh, Gina Bingston, and Bob Christopher from Ghostly Excurs Excursions and Ghost Detectives, Daniel uh, Claus from Haunted Hillside or Haunted Hinsdale House, Chris Sanders from Paranormal Investigators, and Pit, Pit Crew Paranormal. So it's a uh, mouthful. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and of course, the, 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 when I was reading it off my phone, and it was kind of uh, small. Sure. <laughs> so there's a ton of stuff going on. There's also, there's just so much going on and this is such a great family. Uh, also, I just want to point out while I'm uh, here for the weekend, it's $10. You can't beat that. There's all two that days, going $10. on two days for $10. That's, that's, that's impressive in its own folks. In my opinion, I don't know. Uh, one day is only six bucks, but you can get in for a dollar cheaper. If you bring, we are accepting donations for superheroes and ripped jeans, which is uh, they they run an animal rescue for for mostly dogs, but I do think they have cats too. But mostly dogs. They are doing a uh, uh, drive, so if you bring like a dog food or dog toy or something related for the dogs that donate to uh, the the superheroes and ripped jeans, you'll get a dollar off your entrance. I mean, I, it, once again, somebody was like, "But it costs more than a dollar for that." But here's the thing: you're doing a good. You're doing thing. a great thing for a, a for a nonprofit who is saving lives in the animal world. I will be bringing something, and I'm not even buying a ticket. I'm a sponsor of the event. Right. That should tell you something. 
<laughs> so I, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's come on, have you're a good man, Scooby Doo. If you're listening to this podcast, I challenge all of our fans who are going and are going to go, even if it's only three of you, yes. or if it's more, you know, come say hi. Uh, but I'm challenging you to bring something because I think it'll be a great time. Um, I, I, I gotta say. Now that we talked about, so it's tickets, you can get tickets in advance or you can buy them at the door. Uh, if you want tickets in advance, it's scifihorrorfest.com. That's S-C-I-F-I horrorfest.com. Uh, and you can buy advanced tickets there or you can buy them at the door. Either way, it works for us. Um, we just want to see you there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you can get to Oneonta, New York, if you're in the Oneonta, New York area, please come hang out with the three fat nerds with Horror Zone 607, 8122 Productions. And of course, Courtney Gaines, Jill Whitlow, Dustin Parry, all of our great guests and vendors. There's going to be vendors galore, my friend. Last year, we had tons of cool stuff there. I'm assuming that they'll all be back. So it's going to be a good time. That's all I'm going to say. It was nice. a great time last year. It's like a family atmosphere. I do want to say, though, and I'm going to probably reiterate this, coming into Scarecon. There is some con etiquette. And I'm not talking about how you should behave at a con. Uh, so I guess I shouldn't call it etiquette. There's some things that you, I, I've discovered attending conventions and working conventions that I think are a good thing to kind of pass out to people. And I, that's why I'm going to try to beat the drum here. And it doesn't matter. If you're headed to New York Comic Con this weekend, awesome. If you're headed to Monster Mania next August, because I know it's by this year, or whatever convention you're going to. If you're going to Scarecon in Rochester, the 18th, 19th, and 20th, we'll see you there. This will work for that as well. And it'll work for Sci-Fi Horror Fest, any convention. Um, uh, small or large, these are kind of general rules. Mind you, sometimes, it, you know, other people are thinking the same thing. The biggest one I could say is don't sleep on the first day. So, like, Sci-Fi Horror Fest, the first night is Friday, October 4th. I find that the first day, and it's ScareCon's uh, Friday, October 18th. I find that the first day is always the best day. There's usually the, le the least amount of people there on the first night. And this is true. I've talked to people who go to New York Comic Con because the ODPH is going to New York Comic Con this week. They've told me that the first day of New York Comic Con is always the slowest day. There's still tickets available for the first day of New York Comic Con, which all the other days of New York Comic Con are sold out. That Thursday, October 3rd, is the only day that still has tickets available. So this is a great time because it, so it works across the board is what I'm saying. And the reason why is because since there's less people, that means you get it's a lesser of the lines to see your celebrities. And it also gives you more time with the celebrities. So if you wanted to meet Courtney Gaines, you're going to wait in a lesser line. You're going to get to meet him. And instead of like just getting an autograph, just getting a picture and having maybe a couple minutes with him, because there's less people, you're probably going to get five, ten minutes with a man. That's how we met him last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Friday and then, night. Friday we met him, got to talking with him, and hung out with him for a half hour. You know, for us, for if you want to come shout at us, we're going to be less busy that night. There's not going to be any panels that we're a part of that night. There's not going to be anything, you know, I, I, we might do an interview or two that night. But usually there's not a ton going on. So you are able to come and hang out and just say, hey, I want to talk to you, the Horror Zone 607. 8122 production guys and i promise to keep my pants on uh i promise i can't make that promise you can't well rich no. it's usually me that can't make that promise Man. rich may be the one another thing that i want to point out is bring cash and the reason i say this if you are coming to buy eight by tens if you're coming to buy autographs if you're coming to buy uh hockey masks because they have custom i think we're gonna have a back this year custom you know jason mask stuff there's all nice. sorts of cool stuff that you can buy books from the authors whatever it is that you might want to buy because a lot of people coming are going to go to the vendors they're going to buy stuff the reason i say bring cash is because some of them do not have card readers some will don't get me wrong some will have card readers but a lot won't and this will make it easier because then you have the cash on hand you can pay for what you want you don't have to worry about paying extra because if they don't have it on hand what you're going to end up having to do is buy it from them on the internet which means now you're going to have to pay a shipping charge yep. even if they give you a discount which a lot of times there will be some kind of con incentive however 
I think that you should just better, you're better off just to have cash in hand. Now, mind you, some vendors will use it, have a card. So if you have a card on you and you want to use it for those vendors, use it, but make sure you have a little bit of cash. So that way you can buy something that you might want to buy from a vendor that doesn't have a card. Right. And then you're also not paying that obnoxious fee, especially if you're from out of town, you might not have a bank nearby and you're gonna have to pay that obnoxious fee just to take off some money for an autograph or whatever you're getting. So that's my second thing that I would say about cons. And third thing, and uh, my, my final drive home that takes you for every con, have fun. Have fun. There's going to be a ton of vendors. Walk around. Visit everybody. Say hi to everybody. You never know what you're going to find that you're going to like. Even if you're only going to see Jill Whitlow or Courtney Gaines or or uh, Dustin Parry or you know anybody else, if we're at a different convention, if we're at Scaricot and Doug Bradley, we'll get into that later. No matter who you're there to see, there's going to be a ton of vendors. There's going to be a ton of podcasters. There's going to be a ton of authors. There's going to be a ton of other people there. Walk around and visit them. You might find some really cool stuff. Right. The reason I own House Shark on Blu-ray is because I got to talk to those people. And there were awesome people, and they have some pretty cool movies. We got to talk to a lot of cool people that I don't think we would have gotten a chance to if we never gave the chance. Keep your eyes open and have fun. That's the biggest thing, because if you walk around, the people are going to talk to you. You're going to have a lot of fun, and you, you never know. You might find something new that you're into. We made a lot of friends at Scaracon last year. I, this is my first sci-fi horror fest. Yeah, I can't wait. I and cannot trust wait. Me, this is a more of a family atmosphere. Yeah. Not saying the Scaracon isn't. Scaracon is a, definitely a family thing, because as you, as you heard in that thing, and I love JV, and I love the group at Scaracon. They're a bigger convention. Yeah. Uh, Scarecon's amazing. It's larger. It's not like, it's not New York Comic Con big, but it's not, you know, it's not small. You're going to see a few thousand people there over the weekend at Scarecon on the 18th, 19th, and 20th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is still a relatively new convention. Right. So it's a smaller number. It's not saying it's dead. Trust me, there'll be like anywhere from 500 to 1,000 people, if not more. I'm hoping for more. I think last year we did over, a little over 1,000. So I'm hoping for like 1,500 this year. But that's still smaller. That's between two days. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. That means you actually get more access to the things you want. Oh, absolutely. Because what's going to happen, you go to a big con like New York Comic Con, where last year over a quarter of a million people showed up to that over the five days it happens. Right. It, and you wait in a three-hour line to get an autograph. You know, So you're not going to have to wait in a three-hour line at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. You're going to wait in maybe a 10-minute line, if that. And you're going to get to spend some time with the... The, the person right and don't be afraid to walk up to the uh to the celebrities and talk to them they're they're very accessible people courtney Gaines, coolest guy in the world he was oh, an yeah. average joe this guy's been in a million movies and he was just an average joe dustin perry i talked to him briefly on on twitter he's excited to be here he can't wait to meet everybody very outgoing yeah guy. yeah that's what uh, i don't know anything about joel whitlow tiffany but... we, did, we did an interview with tiffany from uh sci-fi horror fest yesterday mm -hmm. and she said that he's the the, the dustin perry is one of the sweetest individuals ever yeah so go ahead talk to them they're, they're there for that. And that's the nice part about a smaller con is that you get to talk to them. Uh, same thing at ScareCon being a medium-sized con, which is a bigger con. There's a lot of people. But JV, if you listened to that last week at the end where we put that interview on, he said he books people based upon if they're going to interact with the fans and they're going to have some good times. And that's what he wants. He wants the fan to have that 5, 10, 15-minute interaction with the celebrity Absolutely. they want to talk to. And that's what he does this for. And that's what we do at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. They have the same exact kind of thing. So don't be afraid. And even the bigger cons, man, you might not get as much time with the, uh, the celebrity, but don't be afraid. Get in there and have some fun have a good time and also talk to other fans yeah you know you're there don't just you know you, you share you know a passion you know yeah exactly. out. Get to everybody's know there everybody's there because they either love sci-fi or horror or if it's a horror convention or whatever convention yep have a talk man say hi if somebody's wearing a rad you know jason cosplay go ahead and say hey that's fucking awesome i'm yeah. being serious like it's, it's it means the world to people absolutely and it'll have it, the people interact with you you'll have a lot of fun you'll be able to take a picture with that person it's, it's fun times i promise just have fun 
Uh, I before we get into the the, the closing and leaving, I do want to get into a little bit of business end for eight one two two productions horror zone six zero seven. Uh, so uh, I've been saying to the fans that we were going to have shirts and merch, and we are. Originally, it was going to be coming up this week. It still is, but it's going to be at the end of the week. And the reason being is I'm going to probably launch the website on Saturday. The reason behind this is that we've had so many cons and I have so much work going on that I was afraid that you guys are such rabid fans, which uh, you guys are pretty fucking awesome fans. And we thank you so much for that, that you guys would probably order like uh, I would put it out early when I have very little time and you guys would order like 10 or 20 shirts, like uh, not not just one of you, but, you know, as a collective. And I would have to make those these shirts, believe it or not, I'm making. I have a machine, I have all this stuff, and and everything you buy from us will be hand-touched by me. I mean, I'm not trying to put it over. On 8122, the, the website will be simple. It will be at 8122productions.com. Uh, you can either put in 8122productions.com slash 8122customprinting, or you just go to 8122productions.com, and there will be a link, and it'll say 8122customprinting. You'll click there, and that's where all the podcast stuff will be. It'll be up on Saturday. I don't have an exact time on Saturday, but it will be up Saturday. And when you go on there, you can buy a Horizon 607 shirt. You can buy a 3 Fat Nerd shirt. You can buy a 3FNW shirt. There's going to be other options as well. Because we're not just going to sell those shirts because we're doing kind of a company. We're also going to have, uh, I do believe, a Michael Myers shirt that we're selling at uh, the I'm at, excited uh, to at see the that. Comic-Con. And we're also going to be selling other things. There's going to be like phone grips and stuff like that. And there's going to be more and more that's going to be coming up onto that site as we go. There's also going to be a picture online of what I'm dressing up as. I'm dressing up as two different things, but they're kind of akin to each other with my wife. For Sci-Fi Horror Fest on Saturday, I'll be dressed up as one thing and it'll be one shirt. And then for... Uh, Scaricon, it'll be kind of a similar thing, but a different shirt. Both of those shirts will be up for sale. I'm not telling you guys yet because I want you to see it when I'm wearing it. <laughs> it's I can't pretty wait. cool. Mike knows what it is. I it's do. pretty cool. Can't wait to see it. And those will actually be up for sale as well. Uh, not the ones I'm wearing. I mean, if you want the one I'm wearing, I guess I can make that happen. But, you know, we'll be making new ones for you if you want them. But there's a whole lot of stuff we're going to be doing there. Uh, it is not, you know, you don't feel like you have to. If you want to support us in that way and, and buy a shirt, that's awesome. It does help out. Um, but if you if you don't, that's fine. Still listen to this for free. This podcast is always going to come to you for free. We enjoy doing this. We enjoy talking uh, about horror. We do it ourselves even when we're not here. And then we enjoy doing it for you guys. And we've gotten some great outflow from you guys that says that you love what we do as well. And we we cannot thank you enough and appreciate it enough. Uh, with that being said, that's not the only avenue you keep us here. Let's talk about Patreon. We are going to be starting a Patreon. And it's going to be an 8122 Productions Patreon. I'll have the link when I do it. It'll probably be after con season because we are super busy. That is one thing I can tell you. I am... You know, I, I'm, I think if you listen to the JV interview, you would have known. And if you listen to the, the Tiffany interview on Three Fat Nerds, you'd know. Uh, but I, I'm just going to say it out. I am doing things behind the scenes for both of these conventions. Uh, and I'm honored that both of these conventions have entrusted me with that. And if you guys are listening, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You're making some cool dreams come true for me. With that being said, that means that, you know, I record three podcasts a week and I produce all three. I also have a full-time job. And I am a full-time, you know, parent and husband as well. And uh, so I have a lot on my plate. And I'm not complaining. This is not a complaint. I'm just telling you that uh, the reason why some things get pushed back is because we have a lot going on. 
Uh, and this past weekend, we were at Robercon. We had two parties. It was crazy. And uh, we're doing it all over again this weekend. You know what I mean? Once again, I feel blessed to be doing this. And thank you guys so much for making this possible. But that's why sometimes it'll take time. But the Patreon thing is kind of cool. We are going to be doing some things. Uh, one of the most notable things we have talked about in Three Fat Nerds is you'll be able to hear an unedited version of the Three Fat Nerds. Sometimes we say things that are a little too hot for the providers. And we don't want to get kicked off of everything. So if it's behind a paywall, yeah, that means you have to pay to hear it. And I, I feel like, and I'm, we're not going to try to break it. It's going to be something cheap like $2 is going to be the low tier or whatever it's just kind of that money will literally get put back in the podcast we have expenses every month to keep up the website to keep up you know the podcast and that's going to go towards that and help us you know not pay out of pocket once again no no you don't have to if you don't want to join on patreon we're not going to shame you we're not going to be like ooh, you don't get this you're still going to get the same great show and you'll still get some bonus material anyways you know what i mean but the people on there will get some awesome bonus material as well just for signing up because I feel like we owe it to them. So that's one of the things you'll get. You'll also get, there's gonna there's been an idea me and Mike threw around. We will also be doing a uh, review show. There'll be a separate entity. We'll review one movie or two movies a month depending upon how much time we have. That will be up for Patreon. Also, uh, those will be horror movies. Uh, once uh, there is an idea, and I'll let Mike, actually, to hell with it. Mike, what is the idea that we are going with? One of the ideas we are going with that will be just just let out the bag. We'll, we'll, we'll make we'll make breaking news here on Horror Zone six hundred seven, so you so, guys can get excited. So Ken M from the ODPH is the brainchild behind this. Uh, we were talking <laughs> Saturday night. We had a little after party from Robocon right here at the studio, and uh, we were talking with uh, with Riches. How old's your uh, your son? Uh, he just turned fourteen. Just fourteen. I was giving him some love advice uh, <laughs> about what you should and shouldn't do. I don't know if he should be listening to you. Yeah, he probably shouldn't. Ken then at that point goes, what does Rich call you? What, what does Derek call you? And I go, Spooky Mike. He goes, we, we just got your next show. We got your spinoff show. Love is Scary. What, 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 I believe he called it Love is Scary Love with, is Spooky, scary with Mike. Spooky Mike. Yes, Love is Scary with Spooky Mike. And so the, basically think if you've ever seen Saturday Night Live or the movie that would, that it spun off to called The Ladies' Man, yeah, yeah, I, I will be Leon Phelps. Yes, and uh, on top of this, we decided when I got the idea pitched to me, I decided, hey, you need to be with Derek. Yeah. Because Derek is a freak. So I would put you and yeah. Derek together and once a month for Something Patreon. tells me this is going to be a one and done with this show. We'll both be in jail by the end of the first episode. Uh, it's, it's on Patreon, so we'll be good. That's why I'm putting no, it on Patreon right. so it can be uncut. <laughs> it'll be like a 30-minute, an hour. It's a 30 to an hour. I don't want to go too long with it, but it'll be once a month only on Patreon because that's the only place that will allow us to put it on. Uh, you have to do it behind the paywall because we don't get it. There will be uh, also for the – I haven't figured out all the tiers yet. Once again, they'll be coming at the end of the month, probably beginning of November, end of October, beginning of November. Uh, the other tiers will like have opportunities to win things uh one of them will be like a merchandise thing where you'll get uh, a few uh, uh, every month you'll get something different maybe a sticker maybe a decal three or four times a year you'll get a shirt including your first time you'll get the special you know 8122 production shirt that we're going to do for it uh and then you'll get special shirts after that if you choose horror zone you know we'll send you some cool you know different things that will only be available to the members of uh, the Patreon, you know, so there is, there will be benefits. We want to give benefits, but once again, I just want to let you guys know, we're not doing this to become rich because we don't, you know, that's not a thing. We just would, it'd be nice to get, you know, some stuff paid for here and, uh, you know, and, and for our hard work and stuff. But once again, if you don't want to join any of that, don't worry. It's, it, we're, it's still Horizon 607. Absolutely free still. 
Three Fat Nerds, absolutely free still. Three Fat Nerds Wrestling, absolutely free still. 8122 Productions will always have a free home. We will always do these podcasts absolutely for free for you guys on whatever podcast provider you choose to listen to us on. I just wanted to make that clear. Those are a little couple of announcements. Uh, to the love business is scary side, I know. with Spooky Mike. Yes, Love is Scary with Spooky Mike. It's that's, coming. That's, that's enough reason to join Patreon. It's coming. When Patreon starts, it's going to happen. <laughs> so uh, with that being said, let me just take us home with the, the plugs that we normally do. So uh, once again, hit us up on Facebook. Make sure you like that page and share that page while you're there. Help us out. Rate and review it as well because it helps out the algorithm. HorrorZone607. Also, follow us on Twitter at HorrorZone607. It is hashtag HZ607 to join the conversation. Uh, also, go to 8122productions.com. As we just talked about, you can see all our events up there. You can check out the articles. Mike's got reviews on there in uh, the review section. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff. There's a page for all of the podcasts. The, pretty soon, there will be uh, the place where you can buy Horizon 607 merch and uh, Three Fat Nerds merch and other merch. Horror-related, nerd-related, couple-related. There's going to be a whole bunch of cool stuff on there over time really, um, as we roll it out. Uh, so check 8122productions.com often and frequently you also can stream and download the shows from there as well once again please you can listen to us on any podcast provider just by typing in horizon 607 search that while you're there subscribe it so you can automatically get it downloaded and if you if it's like apple podcasts or some of the ones have uh, rate and review hey rate and review us give us that five stars and a good rating so it helps the algorithm gets more people to listen because you know you you, you we, we want more listeners you know what i mean yeah, you, you, it's a lot tell cooler. Tell a friend. It's a lot cooler when you tell friends and everybody listens. Then you can talk about what, what Spooky Mike talks about on a weekly basis. <laughs> so uh, with that, I also want to thank uh, Ken M and the ODPH for putting all that hard work this past week at Robercon, getting us on the show, uh, and uh, having a blast with us of all the after parties. Those guys are always awesome. I'm wishing them luck in uh, New York Comic Con. Take care of this week down there while we're at uh, Sci-Fi Horror Fest. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to you, Mike. All right. Thanks, Rich. Uh, well, again, it's it's October. It's the best month of the year, horror fans. Get out. Watch some horror movies. Discuss it with us. Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Talk horror with us. I want to hear what you guys are watching. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Thank you so much for listening week in and week out. And please, come on out and see us this weekend at the Oneana uh, Foothills Performing Arts Center. And uh, say hi. Say hi to us. Go meet some uh, some fun celebrities. Get out. We really want to see you guys. Until next week, though, this is Mike C. Saying see ya.